Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today I've got back on the show, Marlene Cronin. Let me ask you, do you ever feel like ascension is an elusive carrot on a string. When I followed up with Marlene to have her back on the show, I was just reaching out to her to say, hey, don't forget, we're doing a show this week. And it was just basically a reminder to let her know that we were going to be doing it. She's in Ireland. We have different time zones, that whole bit. And I was just confirming with her that we were going to talk about 2020. You know, the upheaval, all the crap that the mystics have been talking about for a decade Well, she surprised me when she responded back by saying, yeah, I'm not really the gal for that. That's not the conversation that I want to have. And then she proceeded to tell me that she'd rather talk about how ascension has become a carrot dangling on a string that's never quite within reach. Well, let me tell you, at that very moment when I got that message from her, I was in a state of disappointment, fatigue, and absolute burnout. Her words really resonated with me beyond measure, and I realized this was the conversation that we needed to be having. In my world, all anyone is talking about is the new earth, fifth dimension, raising your vibe, blah, blah, blah. And many younger people are boasting about 7 and 90 living. Just refer back to Sabrina Riccio's podcast, podcast number 49, and you'll hear her mention that she's living in a state of 90 reality. But honestly, seriously, I'm so fatigued by it all. I feel like I keep holding my breath for the next big event, the next big thing to happen. And I certainly am not living in 90. Hell, I sway in and out of 5D, but holy bananas. It is hard to stay there. And if I'm in and out of it, I know y'all are too. I live a pretty damn sweet life of seclusion in paradise. In fact, everybody who knows me makes fun of me because I live out in the middle of the woods. Like my apartment is in the middle of the woods. I have all these amazing walking trails around me. I live alone. I meditate. I read. I'm in silence for days on end. You know, I do a little bit of feng shui, I go to yoga, and I occasionally venture out to Whole Foods. But other than that, I'm in nature, meditation, and la-la land pretty much all the time. But the next thing, oh wait, there's a new thing, oh wait, there's a next thing, oh wait, there's another thing coming, oh hell, the next thing will never get here. Everyone is talking about the energy changes and the shifts, the eclipses, the stars, the upheaval, the positive love, you know, solar uh, storms that are blowing in, all these, uh, like the big lion's gate that happened back in August. 
and other gates that have opened, portals that have opened. Hell, one shaman told me over the summer that the concept of money and government were going away within three years. Okay, that's fantastic and all, but seriously, is it going to happen? I'm so burnt out from it all because I keep hearing all these amazing things about 5D living, and I experienced it. When I had my session with Alba Weinman back in August, I saw it. I was there. I experienced it. And Amy Ray and I experienced it over the summer when we manifested a gas station in thin air. I mean, I've definitely touched the magic. So I know that it exists, but all you got to do is go on YouTube and spend 30 minutes on there. And all you hear about is light worker after light worker talking about all these different dimensions and how, you know, there's energy shifts happening and all these amazing positive things are occurring. Well, I don't know about you, but first and foremost, where did all this come from? Maybe it's just in my world, but I feel like this is all anybody is talking about. And why does everything feel like a constant shit show? I don't know about you, but I feel like it's one challenge after another. And really, what does it all mean? Like, okay, great, money and government are going away. But what does that really mean? To me, things keep getting harder and harder and everything feels like one of those video games. You know what I'm talking about. If you've ever played a video game, you know, you play the first level and it's super fun and you're excited and you're really like getting addicted to the game. So you get to the next level and then you get to the next level. Well, before you know it, you hit level 20 and it's like the hardest thing you've ever had to do. And all you're doing is jonesing for level one when it was still fun and enjoyable. And, you know, you're not like <laughs> totally erratic because you're freaking out trying to pass level 20. Am I the only one that's feeling this way? <laughs> I think that this is the conversation that we need to be having. I have so many clients that are going through major shit shows of their own. I am hearing unimaginable, unbelievable stories that, you know, I've been doing feng shui for 20 years and I've heard more incredible, crazy ass stories of what people are going through in the last year than I have in 20 years of being in this business. We are definitely in level 20 on this video game. And to me, it's getting more and more challenging and it's coming at us at a much more rapid pace. You know, maybe I had my head in the sand back in, you know, the late 90s, but I do not feel like things were moving as rapidly as they are now. And they weren't so challenging. My life is amazing. I'm not complaining in any way, shape, or form, but there's definitely things that keep coming at me, which I think are great because I have the opportunity to go, wow, if this happened to me 20 years ago, I'd be a hot mess. And now I'm like, well, you know, the sun still sets. I'm going to make it through this. You know, I definitely have wisdom behind it, but is this really what 2020 is about? You know, this is what the mystics have been talking about. We've been climbing and this is the pinnacle. We're now at the top of the mountain. But what does that mean? And where do we go from here? Is it going to change? Or are we still looking at the same thing? Today, Marlene and I are going to discuss what it means to be a light worker, how to navigate all this ascension speak, how to be spiritual in a world that's more chaotic than ever before, and how to do you in a time when everyone is seeking it outside of themselves. Are you ready? Let's do this. 
everybody else around me had it so effortless. You know, it was so easy for them. And I was like pushing and pushing and pushing. And I would get so frustrated and so upset with spirit. And I'd have these tantrums of, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to quit. Fuck you. And, And, you know, I'd just get so angry. And then, like I said, the last two, three years, it just exploded without any rhyme or reason to it, really. It was just I had to push out out of my comfort zone completely. And then it was like, OK, here you go. I, I unbeknownst to my, myself, I had been hiding for 20 years. I'd been hiding behind more acceptable forms of healing, not doing my light language. I was hiding behind um you know maybe doing cards instead of really going for it with the mediumship but when i really went for it you know really balls to the wind and 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 went after it that's when then i started to really work you know that people really noticed me and and started wanting to pay me professionally so i totally get it when people are like slogging away and it's like is this even where i'm supposed to be sometimes you're as painful as it sounds you're learning all the time all the time you're learning something through all that struggle and frustration the resentment the bitterness the why me it's all evolving you it's it's like the the, it's like a really long time in the cocoon as a as a butterfly is the way i look at it and you have to fucking crawl out of that cocoon to to have your wings and, and and fly off but people who say it's not the journey it's the destination I used to think that was the most cheesy, you know, annoying, <laughs> annoying thing I've ever heard. But it is actually true. Because when you look back, when you're doing it and you're enjoying it and you're having fun and there's no aim, it's enough in itself. But I think it's a cultural thing, Amanda. I I, I was in the same boat now the other night. There's so many mediums at the minute and, and healers putting out... Um, online courses um it's a huge thing at the moment and i think that's the issue the receiving issue is the problem yeah it's the and, spiritual and what, exchange of energy that's not fair it is it's not even the spiritual exchange it's just receiving in general like i, I it's funny this has come up a couple of times with me with clients and with myself what do you like with receiving how do you receive a compliment? If somebody wants to pay for your coffee, do you wrestle them to the ground to pay for it? You know, if somebody wants to offer you help, do you push it away? If somebody says, like, I've had really generous offers lately of people wanting to do website art and, and all of that for me. And I kind of, I, I, I don't know actually how to receive it. I don't know how to say, wow, thank you. That would be great. Because it feels it feels like uncomfortable for me. Yeah. So spirit always pushing me to do that. And and maybe have a look at that. Like if you're saying I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm gifting, I'm gifting, then where are you actually receiving? Where are you saying, if your friends are saying, you know, would you like a massage? Would you like to go for coffee? Would you like me to do anything with you? Where are you receiving, Amanda? That's where I'd be looking at there powerfully. That's where I had to look. That, and that was the catalyst for me a couple of years ago. I won an hour life coach session. Like, 
what I had to kind of understand as well is that I had so many strings to my bow. There was aromatherapy, reflexology, and I'd list the whole lot of them even on my card. And all the time spirit were saying, simplify, 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 simplify. And I, and I never listened. But then one day I said, right, I'm getting it down to three. And, and I had to really, really fine tune. Okay, if this is all I can do, if this is, if this is me in three things, what do I want to say about myself? What do I want to do? And I keep fine tuning that as I go along to resonate with me. Um, I came to that point as well where it's like, no, I'm not doing it. And, and then I was nudged towards the mediumship. And when I was into that, I found myself just doing it because I loved it and learning and growing and whatever. And I feel the same way with you that when you take the attention off of what's not working yep, and you start something that makes you feel happy and expansive and less pressured then that's when you'll get your real juice you know what I mean yeah I think the creativity will come in I think I'm just so frustrated and I'm so focused on how it needs to look and I've been really trying to work on that and work on the resentment and work on you know the other thing is is that um I'm getting so tired of people saying like oh this person just appeared or this circumstance just appeared and it's like I feel like my journey and and this particular life has really been about independence and me doing it on my own uh, without help. And so I've had some resentment around that as well. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to like take a breather. I need to focus on something else because I, I, I'm on the top of the mountain and I'm looking this way and where, where I really need to be looking is behind. So I'm so thankful for Catherine yeah. sending me that. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like it is Great such a relief when someone points out something that you, you know, that you probably know deep down, but it's sometimes like we need permission. Sometimes you just take the words out of my mouth. Yep. I you know, like me with the, me with the website thing or the, the, the online course, some ruffle feathers. Absolutely. Because, um, because people are so attached to it. They really want to believe it and they've they believed want it. it. They want to believe it and they've believed it for years. And if you poke at that with some people, you're going to get your finger bitten. You're going to get your finger bitten. Anytime that I've kind of poked that bear, the backlash is instant. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. You obviously haven't been around long enough. I'm 46. I think I have. Um, it's just, it's exhausting. And I, I'll just be honest with you, Amanda, like when years ago, like I, I've been doing these kind of purgings that, that happen, you know, every so often. These happen maybe twice a year. Now it's ongoing, right? These, these things where I'd have to go upstairs, meditate, and I'd be an hour and a half just clearing this heavy, sludgy energy out of me. I would walk like I was walking through like I'd say, walking with chain mail on, I'd feel off. But I, I, I understood that even though I didn't know what was happening, I knew that that was a pattern for me. I didn't label it. I didn't say, oh my God, you know, it's, a, it's an influx of plasma waves or whatever. I just said, okay, this is a day that I'm obviously purging energy or moving through energy. It was simple for me to understand. The minute I started reading or people started talking to me about ascension symptoms and um 5d and advanced consciousness and all of that is when i started to lose 
that that in tune feeling with myself because then it was like you know oh does this mean this and if i have a headache does it mean that and it, I, you know what i mean it's a rabbit hole i agree that's you know? why i loved your um for the audience marlene and i have been talking before the show started and and she used the analogy of a carrot on a string which i loved and what she and i are going to talk about today is this idea of um just what's going on energetically um you know 2020 is supposedly going to be a, a pretty challenging year and um i think what's interesting is that we were we were going to go in one direction and she told me that you know we, we needed to talk about um all this energy stuff and ascension stuff which i think is perfect because as soon as you said it, I was like, yes, this is what I'm feeling. And I'm really pissed off and I'm frustrated and I feel restricted. And uh, we were talking before the show, the, the word that keeps coming up for me is resentment, which I've been trying to work through. But I remember in 2009, I had an astrology reading. The astrologer that I used to use, his name was Tom Brady, not the football player. We have a football <laughs> player here by the name of Tom Brady. He was brilliant. Um, he had been doing it for 45 years and um, we had just gone through our 08 crash. And I remember asking him like, you know, this, this was still my very naive self saying, okay, when do we go back to the way that we were? And he's like, this, that's, that way is gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is the new normal and everything is building to 2020. And I remember going, that's like a decade from now. Nobody cares. And he's like, oh, you're going to care. And that's when I first started hearing this word, quote unquote, ascension. And then in 2012, I started hearing about the new earth and the fifth dimension. And, and in our woo world, that's all anybody's talking about, right? Yeah. It's yeah. all this energy stuff and how we're ascending. And like you just mentioned, ascension, uh, symptoms and, and things that we're experiencing. And like the question that I kept having is where is all this coming from? Like who knows this stuff and why are we suddenly talking about it? <laughs> like, yeah, it seems like it came out of nowhere and now it's all anybody talks about. Yeah. I think, um, I think a lot of it was Dolores Cannon. Yeah. Have you heard of Dolores Cannon? Yeah. No, she's pretty amazing, but she even said, you know, she wrote so many books and she said, don't spend too long at them because they will fry your noodle. Like she actually said that herself. They will fry your noodle. Right. Oh, the about convoluted the, universe the will like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the one thing that, that she talked about was, which was supposed to happen last March and everything was building up to the wave, right? This incoming wave that was going to temp, like wipe this is clean. I was so excited for this. You have no idea, Amanda. I'm so excited for this to happen. I was like, oh yes, we're going to get a temporal wipe. All of that heavy density that we've carried down, any of the ancestral stuff was supposed to have been wiped with this. And then we have this lovely new earth energy where we feel really blissed and really connected and it's wonderful. There was so much build up to that, so much hype. When is the wave happening? Has it happened already? People talking about a white flash, which was one of the signifiers. March came and went. And there was people insisting that they had experienced the wave, but the rest of us lessers didn't. 
And I was kind of like, this is some bullshit, to be honest. It's like, why would, why would spirit want to wipe our brains anyway? Why would they want to wipe our memories? Why would they want to reset us like we're a lot of robots? It just didn't sort of, it didn't resonate with me when I sat with it and I thought about it. But this is the thing that's perpetuated all the time now, the event. So they keep talking about the event, this great, like, you know, wondrous sign from the sky or whatever. And then we're all going to be in new earth and it's going to be separated that people who want to stay in the 3D paradigm on this earth will stay here, but we will dimensionally be on 5D on another earth. And I've had genuinely, I've had people come to me quite upset with that because they're like, I'm really high in consciousness, but my husband and his family aren't. Am I going to be in new earth and he's going to be in old earth? And, and it sounds so sad because it's like, oh, my good love and God. You know what I mean? That, it, do you know, though, it's, it's, it's perpetuated and it's sold to you like law, like gospel. And it's like you really have to have critical thinking here with this kind of stuff and kind of step back and say, what the fuck have I actually signed up for here? It never ends, Amanda. Never, ever ends, right? So you have, you say, just take a typical year, right? You go, you start off in January. There's usually some kind of thing happens in January. And then they're looking at March, April. And then it's like the, 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 the summer solstice is another big opening. And then there's Mercury retrograde in July. And then there's the Lion Gate in August. And then there's 11-11. And don't forget the 12-12 portal in December, which is only preparing us for the new year where this is all going to start all over again. And it's, I'm not being disrespectful genuinely because I, I bought into that as well. And, um, you know, I, I definitely read things on it and, and I'm a sort of an observe, absorber of information. So I'll soak up everything I can. But it just, it started to exhaust me. It started to feel flat. It started that if, if someone was sharing, lots of people send me stuff, they'll send me Ascension stuff. And now I tell them I don't actually read that stuff anymore. People getting upset about channelings. Um this is going to happen, that's going to happen, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. Be aware of um, your thinking on this particular day because, you know, and it's all so frightening for so many people because they just feel out of control. They feel like things are moving that they have no control over. And if they're not super happy and super high vibe every single minute of the day, then, oh my God, they're drawing some ominous fate towards them. It's so debilitating for so many people. We are here in human bodies because we are multidimensional beings. We do have, you know, lives on other planets, lives in other dimensions, but we chose this one in this particular focus of time. And this particular focus of time feels, cries, laughs, you know, loves, leaves. It, it's a full gamut of emotions and experiences. If you're going to be shoving down, you're feeling a grief because you're afraid it's going to bring more grief to you. Guess what? You're going to have an ulcer. You know, yeah. because your body is like here. This isn't natural. We're, we're meant to let this out with tears. You know, we're, we're meant to 
we're meant to express, we're meant to connect with each other. And the internet is great and social media is wonderful and I have some lovely friends on Facebook, including yourself. But we need in-person relations. We need somebody to hug us. We need somebody to look us in the eyes in a real body. Whether that's an animal, a person, a place where we feel connected to ourselves, connected to the earth. All of these, you know, ascension symptoms and all of that. There's a lot of like mass thinking there as well. Do you remember that town not so long ago there where it was like every girl in the village got the same fainting thing or whatever? And, and they said it was like a, an example of like mass consciousness. It's like one person had it, another person believed it, another person added to it. And that's kind of what it's like. So if you get somebody with a lot of followers on Instagram or Facebook telling their followers this is going to happen on July 4th. There's going to be this huge influx of energy. Um, and you, you know, you need to stay inside because if you go outside, all the people that are not enlightened are going to attack you. Right. <laughs> this is, this is the stuff that's put out there. Right. So if you get enough people then passing that on, which happens in social media, it gets shared and then they add their words to it. And then it's like Chinese whispers by the end of it because it, it turns into Armageddon then by the time it gets to certain channels. Fear, people will always pay attention to something that, that creates fear more than creates joy because people want to protect themselves. And then you'll just have this energy of fear. And it's the fear, in my opinion, creates so many of these symptoms in the body as well. If you're afraid that you're not vibing high enough or that your partner, which I see a lot, my partner isn't vibing high. My partner um, is so pissed off when he comes home from work. How can I change that? And I'm there in my head, you know, give him space, give him a cup of tea. You know, you know what I mean? these normal common sense things seem to be gone out the window now. Like I'm having all these symptoms. I have a pain in my head pain in my arse my you know what I mean before it would be go for a walk sweetheart or take a warm bath or you know have a chat with your friend are you okay do you want a bar of chocolate now it's all these you have to buy this crystal and you have to um meditate into the dimension of whatever and call on this person and make sure you're invoking this and it's just all so complicated Amanda it's also what we love to do complicate the shit out of stuff but the 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 natural thing is the body will always tell you the body will always tell you if you're in alignment with something the body will always tell you if you've gone off track there uh, definitely with the 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 change in the polarity of the earth and the energy waves do come in and you will feel them I will feel them in my jaw when they're coming in strong. I don't be able to sleep. My dreams are always funky, but that's okay. Those energy waves are coming in to bring up anything dormant in us that needs to be looked at. But that's it. That's it. It's not going to ascend us somewhere else. It's just stripping away what isn't really in, in alignment with us. So when these energy waves come in and all of a sudden you're fighting with your husband, or you find your mother intensely irritating. That's the opportunity to look at where, where you've buried that. 
where you've buried that resentment, where you're not speaking your truth to your husband, where you're not, you know, being honest with your mother or yourself. That's all it's about. And then when you look at that and you kind of break it down and you feel the relief of it, then you've like, you know, you've stripped another layer off of your true self. That, that to me is what ascension is. You, it's an inward thing. You're not going up, you're going in. And you're stripping away what feels off to you, what weighs you down, the guilt that you're carrying that you don't need to carry anymore. These energy waves and spirit will put people in your face. They will make you feel something over and over again until you finally say, oh, right, I get to choose differently now. And sometimes it takes a long time for people to get to that point. Well, I think that I agree with you. I think that there's so much fear around it and a lot of it is common sense. But I also think that a lot of it is anticipation because they are watching these uh, memes on Facebook or uh, they're watching these YouTube videos where it's freaking pixie dust and unicorns and all these gates and portals are opening up and solar flares are happening and then it's a solstice and then it's lion's gate. You know, it's all these things that are occurring and they're talking about, it's really magical thinking. It's, it's, this is what you should be experiencing because, you know, I'm getting a message from spirit that we're going to get, you know, a flash of light and karma is going to be gone and it's going to be all, you know, roses and unicorns and we're going to be all happy and, and uh, we're going to elevate to the fifth dimension overnight. And so there's this level of anticipation, just like you were talking about with Dolores talking about last March of what we are to anticipate and then how disappointing it is when it doesn't happen. And so there's like this wave of, and I feel like it's been moment after moment after moment for me personally of anticipation of now this is going to happen and it doesn't. Okay. Now this is going to happen and then it doesn't happen. And it's like, I am now so fatigued by it all. And I'm so worn out that I'm just like you when somebody sends me something about what to expect or the portals that are opening up, the eclipses that are happening, the new moons that are, I mean, we were just blowing up over the the full moon in Taurus. And it's like, I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't, it's not a positive experience for me right now. It's like, for me, everything is so intense and I feel it because I'm empathic. And so it's not pretty. It hasn't been a delightful experience. I'm cranky. I'm frustrated. Um, I've got a lot of resentment that I'm, I'm trying to move for, through. I can't sleep or all I can do is sleep. And it's like, the more I hear about these ascension symptoms and all this shit that's happening about the new earth and the fifth dimension and all this bullshit, it's like my 3d self is coming through and it's like, well, F you, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to yeah. like go do my thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's what, that's what I mean, Amanda, when I'm saying that before all of this, people had a very common sense approach to a bad day. Yep. A bad day. How did you get on today, sweetheart? I had a rough day. I just felt really off today. I just feel really off. Now it's like, um, you know, that joke on the memes, like Mercury's in Gatorade or some shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just become this massive excuse. The amount of times if something goes wrong, people blame Mercury retrograde. If you didn't know any of that stuff, you'd just say, okay, I'm not feeling great today, but I'm, but I'm fine. 
you might have a day where you don't want to get out of bed and you say, okay, it's a bit more off for today. How can I look after myself? If you have that luxury, if you have children or dependents, you just have to get through the fucking day. And loads of people had to do that before. They had to just get through the day. They had to just do their jobs. In, in my grandmother's day, you know, there was no, um, none of the, the conveniences. All the clothes had to be washed, scrubbed in a bath waxing the floors waxing the doors it, it, it was a huge thing my mother always says my my um uncles were coal miners and she would have to scrub their vests their white vests till she, yeah. as she said they were like the driven snow and that's just hard work if you had said to those ladies at that time where do you think you are on ascension <laughs> How do you think you're energetically aligned today? Yeah. They'd have looked at you like you were off your chalk. You yeah. know what I mean? They'd be like, where am I energetically aligned? I'm, I'm scrubbing coal out of a white vest. You know what I mean? It, 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 I'm, like I said, I'm not meaning to trivialize it. I just think we have lost the run of it. And I think people are much too eager to give away their power. And like I said, to give away their critical thinking. It's the same across any scheme, Amanda. Veganism at the moment is like a religion. You know, you you can't eat this, you must eat that. Food has become a religion. We've been brainwashed as well to five, five pieces of fruit and veg a day. It's gone up to nine pieces of fruit and veg a day. My eldest boy never liked fruit, just was never drawn to fruit. And he's really, really healthy. He won't eat at certain mealtimes if he doesn't feel like it. He always just gravitates and listens to his body and eats, eats what he wants. And he's a really healthy kid. I worried for a long time. I was like, oh my God, he's not eating fruit. And I was trying to sneak veg into the meals that he would eat. But where did we get that? Like in, in prehistoric time, they, they ate whatever they could kill. And fruit was rare. If you came across fruit, apparently you gorged on it because you weren't going to see it again for a while. And it was so tasty. where did we get the message? Do you know what I mean? It's the yeah. same kind of thing. It's like somebody started this essential thing. Somebody started that we're going to move into 5D. And the ball got going on it. And now it's like truth. Now it's like fact. It's not fact. We don't understand the universe. And that's what I think it's about. People are scared shitless about what they don't understand. So it's like, let's make a nice little box. We'll call it Ascension. We'll call it 5D. And now you have people, because 5D now has become blasé, now it's 9D. And I'm channeling from 11D. Where are these numbers? Where did these numbers come from? Well, like and it goes you, back to the idea where people are trying to seek outside of themselves because like we were talking before the show, you so desperately wanted to be like those other mediums because they had a talent and, and, and they had a, a wow factor that you couldn't quite tap into when you did all along, you didn't believe in yourself. You were searching outside of yourself. And so that's the problem yeah. is all this stuff is out there that you know in our circles it does become blase we become numb to it so to keep those cattle coming back searching outside of themselves and and yeah. going above their own critical thinking it's like they've got to keep making it shiny and new well now i'm i'm you know i i've and, and i've actually done podcasts with people that have told me that they're in 9d 
And I'm like, cool, great for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I follow some people on Facebook with a sort of a weird envy because they're constantly talking about being in bliss. They're just in bliss. They're just in love. And I unfollowed a few of them because I'm like, no, this doesn't make sense to me. This is, this feels like bypassing or denial in some form to me, because if you're in the grid of it, if you have kids, if you have a partner, if you have friends, if you have family, like the old adage, you know, you can be very peaceful in a cave on your own, come spend time with your family and, and we'll see what you're really about, what you're really mm -hmm. making. Then can you put your spiritual practices into place? You can sit on a, an, on a meditation cushion for three hours, blissed out of your bonds, and you can come into your kids yelling and, and arguing with each other. And how peaceful and blissed out are you then? It's the reality of life. This thing where 3D is an ugly thing. I don't believe in it. I, I honestly think this earthly experience is to teach us about love it's to teach us to you know go beyond ourselves what can you give to somebody else if you if you narrow it down to its basic um its basic form its basic principles we all want to be needed we all want to feel that we give value to somebody else so that's it that's really what it's about where can i give value to somebody else today where can i give somebody a lift where can I, you know, honor myself today? If I don't feel great today, what can I do for myself that will put me back on track? It's, it's very, very simple. But so let me ask you this. It's, you know, in our, in our circles of woo, I mean, everybody is just going on and on and on about the, the astrology going on in 2020 and, and January is just going to be, you know, a supposed shit show with Capricorn and Mars and all of that. And I think it's creating a lot of turmoil in people. And again, seeking outside of themselves um, to try to find the answers. And, you know, what is your best advice to help people stay in their own lane despite all the fairy talk? Because My I know I'm fatigued. How must they yeah. feel? My, my best advice, if people are looking at these things and if people are reading these things, is to stop. That's my, first, that's my first piece of advice, is to stop. Then take a very deep breath. Have a look around at what you have. So if you've got health, you're already winning, right? If you're struggling with health, find something that works. If your ears are funky, do your eyes work. Focus on what's working for you. Focus on what makes you feel happy. And then just to be honest, go day by day. That's it. Because you could wake up in the morning and feel amazing, have huge access to loads of energy, be like you want to take on the world. And the following day, you might want to put your feet outside the bed. And it has to be a very in the moment kind of thing. It has to be, okay, today's a great day. What can I do with this energy today? Who can I, you know, who can I touch today? Who can I make feel better? Even if it's just a smile, even if it's just passing someone and saying, good morning, isn't it lovely? Very small things, but you're passing on your energy and you'll receive the same energy back in some other form. Um, try to limit complaining. If you catch yourself complaining, you know, just, just catch the energy of it and say, okay, 
is this making me feel good? Generally complaining won't make you feel good. Catch the complaining and say, okay, I'm sorry, delete that. I'm really thankful that I can stand up right, right now. I'm really thankful that I can look out my window and see the rain, whatever, just tweak it. Just say five things you're grateful for, put a smile on your face and you'll change your energy. But be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with the people around you. The energy changing in the earth does bring up a lot of stuff in the people around you and people can shape shift in front of you. You can have somebody in front of you that you're looking at. It's almost like you've looked at what they were like 10 years ago. That happened to me recently with someone I care about. It was like they morphed into the person they were 10 years ago, literally. And it startled me and I was like, oh God. And then within two hours, they were back. And it was so, it was so obvious. It was really unsettled me. So you may have people kind of Jekyll and Hyde around you that way. You may feel that yourself. You may look in the mirror and you look amazing. You could look in the mirror another day and you feel about a hundred and you look it. It's, it's all energetic. Your body is energetic. It's going to be picking up on things around people. Always ask, where is this from? If you're feeling particularly funky and it's like, oh God, I feel really heavy. Go back to what you were reading. If you were looking at something on Facebook that made you feel off, then send it back with consciousness. So you say, I send that energy back to that person with consciousness. If you're, sit, if you're sitting down and all of a sudden you feel a wave of sadness or you feel a headache, you say, okay, who does this belong to? You may get an impression instantly or you may just get a color or a feeling that it's not yours. So you say, okay, I send this back with consciousness. If you feel it's your own, then you just sit with the feeling and you say, thank you for being here. What do I need to know? And you just be very, very gentle with whatever you're going through. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything magical or mystical. It is literally bringing awareness to everything that's moving through you so that you, you actually are very, very in tune with yourself then. So if you're out somewhere and then all of a sudden you feel irritated or angry, you can kind of go, oh, hold on, this is not mine at all. I was in a great mode. And each time you say, I return this to sender with consciousness, meaning that when it goes back to them, you're not just throwing it back at them, you're throwing it back to them with awareness for them to say, okay, I'm angry, why am I angry? So you're, you're doing them a solid, <laughs> sending it back. But that is my... That is my deepest wisdom, to be honest, on that. It's day by day. Sometimes it's hour by hour. Be very patient with yourself. Feel your feelings. If you're angry, find a way to write it down. Find a way to express it. Get out and physically exercise. Don't be scared because everybody is different. If we were all going to be affected by things in the exact same way, what is the point in any of us being here? You know? It resonates with me what you're saying because uh, uh, earlier you were talking about how you used to really honor, you would sit in your own energy and really honor um, your experience, your yeah. unique experience. And, and that information would help you determine how to proceed. But yeah. then we started looking to all these external things about all these gates and energy eclipses and yeah. all this stuff. And so we start seeking 
outside of ourselves what we should be feeling, what we should be experiencing. And, you know, you may not, I haven't, I, I haven't resonated with a lot of the stuff that's out there. And I think, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm not experiencing <laughs> that. There, I must be broken. And so I'm yeah. looking outside of myself rather than just sitting in my own energy and going, oh, for me. Yeah. How I What's feel. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's the most key important thing. You are a one-off unrepeatable original. I don't think many people understand that fully. You, you will never ever and have never ever being, being here in this exact form in this exact expression in this exact way, which I think is miraculous. So to say that all of us are going to be affected by Taurus, Mercury, whatever, is really, really insulting to the magnitude of the differences that we have, as well as the similarities. So you may, like, you may have dealt with stuff within you that helps you to rise above a certain you know, energy frequency and, and enjoy it and really come into it. Somebody else may only be opening up to the raw wounds of it that energy may be opening up where they have abandonment issues or rejection issues where you may have actually spent five years of your life opening to it, feeling the pain, opening to it, feeling the pain until you're at a point where you're flushed clear of it and you can reach back a hand and say, I've been there, sweetheart. This worked for me. It may work for you. And that's what it's about. It's connection. It's okay. I know it's shitty for you right now. I was there if I can be of service, I'm, I'm willing to be of service to you. Not everyone will accept your help. Not everyone wants to move out of the quagmire. They might want to stay there because they're getting a lot of attention or, you know, we all have reasons and we all find love in the best ways that we can. But I genuinely believe it's, it's all about service. It's all about pulling out the love and the, and, and the genuine compassion within us for ourselves, first of all, though we're brutally hard on ourselves like you saying what's wrong with me like how many of us feel like that i'm past it now i i don't buy into the blissy i'm floating on clouds because that's very rare for me for me to have a day where i feel super vibey and and really really plugged in is extremely rare most of the days are ordinary days where i choose to be grateful where I get up and I'm cold and I'd rather get back into bed and I say, thank you, I can put my feet on the floor. Thank you, I can hear my kids laughing. Thank you, there's food there. Thank you for this cup of tea that will wake up my brain. It's, it's very mundane, but that is, that, that is how I ease into most of my days. I don't burst into my, I'd love to, but I don't burst out of the bed like a supernova going, yes, bring it on. This is an awesome day. I hope to get there sometime. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy with, with what I can do. And, and that's, that's why I've checked out of these. We're in the bliss realms of 5D and you have to embody that and you have to live it. And you have to be that all the time. In order to be that all the time, you have to then suppress the part of yourself that's horrified by, you know, child violence or what's going on in politics or, you know, homelessness or any of that. You, you have to suppress the part of yourself then that feels that's not okay. And we should be doing something to change that. 
and that's why I think all like all good and I, I, I say this about everyone everyone has that warrior in them everyone has that light warrior that will say enough you have to have you have to have people that will say enough with this enough with homelessness enough with with, with people starving what are we going to do let's do something and then you work on your own patch you work in your own backyard and you do your bit without worrying about the overwhelm of how am i going to reach the whole world <laughs> your small bit if you change two people's minds that they go on and they change another two and that's how it goes but we, we have this thing at the moment where it's the global consciousness if you're not doing something massive where there's at least 200,000 people joining your your meditation hub or or whatever it's it's frowned upon to be honest if you can get 10 people to recycle their rubbish or you can get 10 people to meditate for an hour on on sending love out to to war-torn areas or whatever you're you're doing it you're doing it and if nobody wants to do it you sit there and you you send your loving intentions out to the world and you feel it going through the world that's it that's enough this this whole... and i think that's what people need to focus on is that and that's really why i wanted to have this conversation um because i know a lot of people are having the fear and the anxiety about 2020 and and a lot of these light workers have been putting the fear of god in people about what to expect and Yes, the astrology is very challenging and it, it may influence you heavily or you may skirt through it. You know, it, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to affect everybody equally. It, it's going to be different for everyone. But we have to remember that we're still having a human experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And you have to remember that you signed up for this. You literally created a contract in the spiritual world for the experiences that you were going to have to teach you and allow you to expand and grow as a soul. It's not supposed to be unicorns and pixie dust all the time, no matter what Instagram tells you. <laughs> yes. This is about growing as a soul and learning uh, the contrast. And so I've mentioned it several times during the show. Um, the two words that have come up dramatically in my life in the last 18 months is independence and resentment. These are two energies that I am supposed to be working through and working on right now. And um, I was telling Marlene before the show, I had emailed my feng shui teacher uh, yesterday and I, she's enormously brilliant. I mean, she's the, she is in my life for a reason and I'm so thankful for her. Talk about gratitude. I mean, every day I'm grateful for her. She is rooted in Tibetan Bon uh, Buddhism, and, and she has been practicing um, this way of life for over 30 years. And, you know, I tell her that I'm, I'm tired of this independence, and I'm tired of working on uh, resentment, and I'm tired of nobody understanding feng shui to the level that I do, and, and I'm just, I'm frustrated, and I'm pissed off, and I'm just, I'm done with it all. And... I know better. I'm never going to get self-pity from her. And I shared this with Marlene. She, tell, she told me this beautiful um, metaphor that I think is, is brilliant for the show today. If you're listening and, and you're going through the thick of it and things are, are not going right and you are not having a 5D experience of, of unicorns and elves and <laughs> all these amazing things, she said, we often climb a mountain and we climb and we climb and we climb and we finally hit the pinnacle. We finally hit the peak of the mountain and we expect it 
our expectations, you know, morph into what all it's going to look like and how it's going to be. But we get to the top of the mountain and it's nothing like we expected it to be. We are so disappointed. And she said, but all you have to do is turn around because that's where the view is what you expected. And I think that that is such a beautiful analogy because she probably got it from um, like the I Ching teachings. But I think we get so focused on what this needs to look like and what this experience should be because we've been told by external forces that it's supposed to, we're going to have this flash and all karma is going to be gone and it's going to be amazing and, and we're all going to be telepathic and our buildings are going to turn into crystal and it, you know, it, it's just going to be absolute joy and bliss. And, um, that has not been my experience. I have really been going through the thick of it. And I know that I signed up for this. I know that I'm going through this because it, you have to have the contrast to have the growth. And so it's more a matter of taking a step back and just really honoring your own personal chi and how you feel to help you work through it. And I can already see a tremendous amount of growth because if I had been going through this experience a decade ago, I would have been a stress ball. I would have been worried. I would have been frantic. I would have been full of fear. And like you said, I'm literally waking up every day just going, well, the sunset and now it's rising again and I'm still here. So how am I going to get through this day? (laughs) Which I couldn't have done 10 years ago. That's growth. I've learned from it. Yeah. There's more of a simplicity to it and more of an honesty to it. I honestly think, I think that's the strongest thing that you get really honest with yourself and you say, okay, this is who I am. The majority of time I can be a really sunny, loving person. And then I can be really bitchy and cranky and please stay away from me because I'm prickly. If you accept it all, you accept all those assets and facets of yourself, then you're, you're in a much more powerful position then. Because you can be kind to yourself when you're cranky. You can be, you know, you can really expand and help others when you're feeling very loving and and vibrant. But if you're trying to deny the cranky parts of yourself or the parts of yourself that just feel like angry, you know, about things, then you're denying a huge part of yourself. And that has to come at you then in a different pair of shoes. Because spirit won't let you deny yourself. They won't let you deny who you are in your totality. So if you're denying that you're angry, you're going to see very angry people around you or you're going to, um, that's going to be in your experience because spirit wants to draw your attention to it. So like you said, it's important to know who you are. And then you don't need to be looking outside saying, am I in 5D yet? It's like Dorothy in Kansas, you know, you have the power all along. You know what I mean? Well, and I think too, you know, I think something that you just said is so important is that, you know, we have to experience those emotions. We have to, because that's the whole reason we're here having this human experience is that here we have emotion in the land of spirit. We only have one thing and it's love. So we come here to understand contrast because we have emotions here, which we don't have in the spiritual realm and emotions are energy and motion. So if you're denying, you know, whatever the, the below the cross emotion is of hate, resentment, crankiness, prickliness, you know, oh, I shouldn't feel that way because I'm supposed to be blissed out because, you know, there's an eclipse happening. Um, 
you're denying that energy from transmuting through you. And I think that, you know, people fail to realize that when we do that and we hold on and harbor those emotions over years and decades, that's where we get disease. That's where, you know, things start manifesting in our energy fields and it shows up in other forms. Yeah. So you have to honor that contrast and you have to honor those um, feelings that come up and be okay with it. We're giving you permission that it's okay to feel these things and to, if you're not having the same experiences, if you're not, you know, I've had friends that will get those little memes that have the uh, symptoms of ascension and they're like, I'm not experiencing any of that. <laughs> and it's like, they think something's wrong with them. You know, they think like they're broken or they're not awoke. You know, I'm not woke yeah, yeah, like yeah. everybody else is. And they're probably the most woke of all of us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the woke thing as well. Drives me crazy. Right. Absolutely crazy. You know, it's like, good God, like, how, how did we get to this point? <laughs> well, I think that, you know, one of the things that for me personally, which is why, you know, I had you come on the show back in September was, you know, I really started the energy over the summer is what really kind of catapulted me into really working with um, my emotions that I've been trying to work through. And, and that's what really started a lot of the fatigue is that, um, you know, all this pixie dust has been thrown around about, um, you know, how we're coming to the pinnacle of the energy and all these amazing things are going to open up. And I was not experiencing those things. So I started listening to light language and, um, it's funny cause it's been in my world for a while, but none of it resonated with me until I found your channel. And, um, that too, nothing miraculous or mind blowing flashes of light. I haven't started speaking it like, you know, no miraculous things are happening, but it makes me feel better. You know, yeah. emotionally it makes me feel better. And so I started listening to it before, um, going to bed. So in case people have missed that show, can you just explain to us what light language is and how that might help with all this energy turmoil and maybe, you know, going into 2020, if things are chaotic, how light language can help them? Yeah. Light language is, um, it's a coded, this sounds very complicated, but it's not, it's a coded technology. So it's, if you could imagine, um, if you could imagine when you hear it, it goes, bypasses your logical mind and it goes straight to the feeling part of your body. So it's received by the body. It's received by your heart. So if you're feeling um, any discordant energy in you, it will go straight to that point. So if you're listening to it and you suddenly feel movement in your heart, or some people will feel a buzz in their third eye or in their jaw, then the codes are going in to move any distortion out. It's very, very powerful, potent. It, you don't need a lot of it. You just listen and you let it wash over you and it, it gives you this feeling of peace. Um, I put up the YouTube channel because I just wanted to put it out there. If people found it and they resonated with it, great. And it's gathered momentum. And, you know, people leave comments that, oh, my pain went straight after, or this helps me to sleep, and this helps me to feel better. And that's, that's literally what it's about. But light language, light language technology is just one way now that you can help yourself. Other people use Reiki. Um, 
And there are so many modalities now that if you research them or look into them and you find that you feel vibrationally better afterwards, then that's something you can use. It's the same people love getting massages because they feel lighter and they go out and they feel great. People use essential oils. I call my essential oils my medicine. I always have lavender in my bag. I use rose on my heart if I'm going through kind of a difficult time. Benzoin is a beautiful, warming, grounding oil to use. But it's finding, and that's what I meant earlier when I said you need to know yourself. You need to know what makes you feel better. And you do that by investigating these things. But light language, in my opinion, it will move anything out of you that you I was with somebody earlier, really jangly the whole time. And on my way down, the light language was, and all of that heaviness. So by the time I came home, I was clear. People will find that up something from somebody else is washing up in them out of alignment right language if they resonate with it and back to that sense of themselves so <laughs> i think it's uh, it's great it's interesting your audio kept dropping in and out as you were saying that and it's been fine this whole time so you must be that tapping into uh some higher energies because whenever i start talking about uh, Reiki, energy work, energy healing, light language. That's the audio always starts to get a little wonky. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and I have that on my videos as well. People will message me and say, I can barely hear you. And then other people are saying, Oh, the sound was perfect on this one. Are always, always issues with it. So that in itself tells me a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, I just think it's an invaluable tool. You know, I, I can't say that anything miraculous, you know, I haven't seen like elves running through my house or anything, but it definitely, I feel peaceful after I listen to it. Um, my energy feels more calibrated. Like I, I, again, I'm more empathic. So it just, it calms me and it makes me feel better. Yeah. And I think that right. the, the most invaluable thing that I can do with this show today. And what my, my hope is, is to help arm people to the best of their ability. You know, a lot of people have anxiety about what's coming up in 2020. And a lot of people are, are really buying into all the stuff that's on YouTube and all the stuff that's on Facebook and Instagram, all the spiritual gurus and mystics and quote unquote mystics are, you know, talking about, um, how it's going to be a very prickly year. And I think it's causing unnecessary anxiety. And to me, this was such a, a, a better way to approach this show in just giving people one permission in how they feel. And it's okay if you're not, you know, seeing elves run through mm -hmm. your house or <laughs> unicorns. But just, but just remember, just remember as well, like, okay, you're a human being, but you're also, a spark of the divine you're you're a, a, a radiant divine being in a physical body so you always have the power within yourself to amp up your own light if you just imagine even like a candle flame and with each with each inhalation that candle flame gets bigger like it's oxygenated and you feel that light going through your body and you feel it surrounding your energy field and in that light, in that belief in yourself, in that connection to source, to God, whatever, whatever makes you feel connected to, to the divine, 
you claim for yourself, I am divinely protected and guided. I am always loved, no matter what anybody says about energy, even if all the planets decided to, to disappear in this moment, I am always exactly right where I am. I'm always perfect. I'm always absolutely in the right place at the right time. We're guided by so many angels and, and guides and ancestors that sing and clap for our every move. Every time we overcome a, a negative mood by making the effort to be positive, they clap for us. We are loved phenomenally. So don't put your power into these predictions or you know, these, these doomsayers, because the doomsayer stuff has been going on long before we arrived here. There's always been an end of the world. There's always been an Armageddon. There's always been, oh my God, you know, things are going to hell in a handbasket. The power of light, the power of love, the power of people who believe small actions count. The, the people that, you know, they smile, they give you a hug and you feel better. That's the power that you have. That's just go outside yourself and say, what can I do to make at least one person feel like they matter today? And that's it. It's that simple. Well, and going day by day. And I think too, one of the benefits of, of really um, staying in your own lane. Um, I actually just did a podcast about this called the Feng Shui Equation and talking about how too often we do seek external things outside of ourselves um, and we're chasing a dream that doesn't belong to us. And so I think that if you can really sit in your own energy and honor your unique um, perspective and your unique experience, you can really tap into a, a greater awareness and especially a greater compassion. Um, I think I shared this on the show a couple of weeks ago. I never go to yoga on Wednesday nights. And last Wednesday, I felt, um, or a couple Wednesdays ago, I felt compelled to go. And I, I was in the middle of something and it, I just was like, I had this overwhelming sense of go to yoga. So I was like, okay. So I stopped what I was doing and I went to yoga. And right when I opened up the door, I saw the teacher and I just dropped all of my stuff, my water bottle, my yoga mat, and I ran over to her and I gave her a hug. And she just started to, cry. And she's like, how did you know that I needed that? And I said, I didn't until I saw you, <laughs> but she yeah. had had a really, um, pretty traumatic experience that morning. She ended up, uh, she went to a yoga class to take yoga and on the fly ended up having to teach it because the instructor did not show up and she wasn't prepared. So she did the best that she could. And two people ended up getting up in the middle of class and walking out like pissed off and frustrated and, and it got to her, it broke her heart because she was doing the best that she could. And she's like, I can't believe that you're here. And, and I can't believe that, you know, that you came here knowing. And I said, well, I didn't really know, but I, I had an inner knowing that I needed to be here. And as soon as I saw you, I know that you needed a hug. And she said, you just completely turned my day around. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about to me. But that's it. That's the magic. That's it. That's it in a nutshell, really. It was that small little simple act. And it was so funny on Saturday. I, I always go to class on Saturday. 
um, the gal that was doing the check-ins that morning, she goes, oh my God, Maria told me what happened the other day. She told me that you gave her a hug and it was everything. And she's like, oh. everybody in the studio is talking about it. That's so lovely. That's so lovely, Amanda. But you see that in itself then is inspiring. It's planting a seed in everybody else who heard that. Everybody else who saw the power of that hug. You so don't simple. know how you don't know how that's rippled out you don't yeah. know how many people left someone out in traffic you don't know how many people let someone like, go ahead of them in the supermarket and then they do it and then they do it and it's it's magic it is literally magic yeah so, well and and you can't really tap into that inner knowing and and trust it unless you're silent and really honoring um your inner workings. If you're constantly looking for the external validation and the external experience, um, your system is not calibrated. Your radio station isn't tuned to the right channel. And so um, really turning off that outside stuff has allowed me to, to really uh, tune back into my own radio station. And I didn't know why. <clears throat> I didn't have an intuition that she needed. I didn't know any of that. I just, I knew I needed to go and I honored it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like that, that only comes when that only comes when you, as I said earlier, know yourself yeah. and you get to know yourself and you get to have a relationship with spirit that's unique to you. Um, and, and it's a beautiful thing then because you always feel like you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it, it was such a great experience for me too, because, you know, in addition, it, it just shows the power of kindness and compassion. And, it, and that was so much more, more powerful for her and for me than any material thing or any external thing that we believe is going to fill the void. Any words that you could have said, that action was much more powerful. And that's what, what I meant when I was saying earlier about having people in real time that you can hug and yes. you know that, that that you can look at them in the eye <laughs> mm -hmm. it's very it's very underrated in this day and age but it's incredibly incredibly needed and incredibly powerful well i think that this it it turned out to be a, a much more powerful show for people um to help them prepare for 2020 and and i'm hoping that um as you've listened to this today, I hope that you have really gleaned from the show what we're talking about in um, getting to know yourself better. Stop looking to those external things. Stay in your own lane and stop comparing yourself and your experiences to others. Um, I definitely highly encourage you to check out Marlene's uh, Light Language. If they're interested in learning more about you, Marlene, where do they go? Where do they find you? Um, I'm on Facebook as Marlene Cronin. I'm on Instagram as at the spirit seer. Um, my YouTube channel is just light language healing, Marlene Cronin. Um, and my website is croninmarlene.wixsite.com forward slash the spirit seer. It's a we'll mouthful. put that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying yes to this. Oh, Amanda, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Thank you so much for being open to my point of view. <laughs> it creeps in with the with the interviewers, you know, where you're kind of like, you know, they they're trying to push their their agenda. Or they want, yeah, yeah, or, or they just talk over people, and you're like, oh, well, you just let them speak, you know. So I, that's my I, number I, one complaint: is that 
people are so eager to reply and so eager to say that they what they want to say is that the entire point and the essence of what is being said gets completely lost yeah. and it, it drives i can't listen to other podcasts because the hosts are constantly talking over what the guest is saying and i'm like no i really wanted to hear that yeah yeah and and it, it frustrates me as well which is why i'd be kind of reluctant to go on these kind of things but with you it's very different it's just very it's very intelligent i like the way you ask questions and i like the way you add your own perspectives to things as well it's really good thank you a new idea is something they don't know yet so of course it's not going to show up as an option don draper from mad men what i love about our conversation today is it's something that nobody is talking about Pretty much everything in the woo world is pixie dust, fairies, and unicorns. And I want all of it. Don't get me wrong. I really do want all of it. But I think it can get to a point to where you're in a mode of constantly striving and grasping. And that's really not, when we're talking about the idea of cultivating chi, that's really not the kind of chi that you should have. We're so busy trying to seek things in our external world when in reality, the answers are within us. And hey, I've gotten totally whipped up in a froth myself in this because in my woo world, everyone is talking about the new earth and fifth dimension and how amazing and glorious it's going to be. And I touched it. I've been there. I've seen it. I experienced it. So... I think that one of the reasons why I'm striving for it or have been striving for it is because I experienced it. I know what this looks and feels like. What I don't know is when it's going to happen. So it's been kind of like cocaine to me where I am grasping for it because I experienced it and I want more of it. And going through the shit show that is this 3D world has been kind of disappointing. I am worn out. I am fatigued by it all. And I'm so tired of the constant challenges. I'm tired of the restrictions and the resentment, this feeling that I keep, you know, just really getting frustrated with things not going the way that I hoped they would or the way that that I think they should. You know, it's like that example I was talking about where I've hit the top of the mountain and it doesn't look like I thought it would, or it didn't meet my expectations. When in reality, all I need to do is turn around. So I think this is such a great lesson because we all end up here. We are all experiencing this. So, you know, maybe you've been going through some really fantastic times and you don't resonate with this, but I know a lot of my clients have really, really been going through some very difficult times. And so I wanted to do this show for you. I want you to know that you're not in this alone and that everyone is experiencing challenges right now. And unfortunately, it's going to get a little bit more chaotic. But the good thing is, is that if you are aware of it, you can navigate it with ease, right? Just think of all of those people out there, the 78% of mass consciousness that has no idea what's going on. And they're actually getting caught up in the egoic things you know they're getting caught up in the chasing the money and the cars and the homes and the status and the fame and they're going after the wrong things you are ahead of the game you are already far beyond most of the people that are out there 
So be sure to pat yourself on the back. Be sure to take it one day at a time and to be proud of your accomplishments. One of the things that I've really been encouraging people to do this month, I do this every year in December, is I always look back at the year. What have I been able to accomplish? What are some things that I failed at? Celebrate those. That's awesome. Because if you don't try, then you have nothing to fail at. So the sheer fact that you failed at something means that you put effort into it. And the next time when you go into it, you're that much further along. You're that much smarter about it. That is awesome. Make sure you celebrate those things. This year, I did some fantastic things. I started writing my next book, which is almost done. Woohoo! And I became a real estate agent. I've got a lot of other little things in there too, but those are two major, major things that I accomplished this year that if I didn't take the time to reflect and review, I could easily miss. It's so easy for us to focus on the negative stuff and how hard maybe a challenge that we're going through has been and how we are worn out and how we're fatigued and how things aren't going our way. But remember, all you got to do is turn around to change your perspective. All right, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this show today. I did. I love talking to Marlene and getting her perspective on things. I hope that this has helped you, especially during the holiday season where things can be a little bit more challenging. And, you know, if you've listened to last week's show where I had Tisha and Rachel on talking about the stars, you know, we're going to have some upheaval. It is what it is. Don't fear it. Go into it like Wonder Woman. And, you know, you're going to emerge out of the flames like a rock star. Go into it with an attitude of gratitude. You've got this. I also want to mention, if you are interested in mastering feng shui, my big advanced course, I will be opening doors to enrollment next month. So if you want early bird registration where you get discounts and goodies, you want to make sure you get on the wait list, which you can find on my website uh, under advanced course. If you go into the courses navigation bar, you just click on advanced feng shui and you, you can fill out the form to get on the wait list. And so what that does is it gets the announcements to you faster and you get everything before everyone else does. So if that's something that you're interested in, be sure to go over there and fill that out. I will start enrollment sometime around middle January. So just putting those uh, feelers out there for those of you who are getting ready for that. And um, I hope that all of you have a fantastic holiday. I am actually not going to be doing any more shows for the month of December. This is the last one. I'm taking the next two weeks off. But hey, I also a big announcement. I was going to go on an indefinite sabbatical with the podcast while we try to figure out how the heck we're going to make this thing profitable. And we have been able to figure out how to do two shows a month. So glass half full. Super excited about that. I love doing this show. I love it. So I'm trying to figure out how I can make it happen and still continue to do it while simultaneously making the accountant happy. Always got to make the accountant happy, right? So um, that's good news. So we'll be able to continue doing that. And that's great because we've actually got um, some really fantastic people that are lined up that we were trying to figure out where we're going to put them. And now we have a place for them because we're going to continue doing it. And hopefully in the meantime, I can figure out either uh, an advertiser or some other thing that we can do to um, make this sucker profitable. Holy cow. I was reading the other day that Joe Rogan, his podcast produces $30,000 worth of income per show. 
Oh my word. We need to get home energy design on that program. Wow. So anyways, I hope each and every one of you have a fantastic holiday. Whatever you celebrate, enjoy your family, your friends, celebrate and honor all that you have accomplished this year. Pat yourself on the back. Be proud of all that you have done. And the Gates team will see you next year. Bye, everyone. And hey, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.